said the little lamb to the shepherd boy, Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, shepherd boy, do you hear what I hear? Fathers, we come to celebrate the birth of Jesus. I pray that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Tonight we have gathered to remember and to celebrate and to give thanks for the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, commonly called Jesus Christ today. It was his life, his teaching, his sacrificial death and his resurrection that has brought us to this evening. Without those events, this birth would have gone unnoticed and unremembered for the rest of history. Not that the birth itself wasn't spectacular. It's just that Jesus' death and resurrection and the promise of forgiveness of sins and eternal life in heaven and the personal experience of God's love that has transformed literally millions of lives for the past 2,000 years, that's done it. And so we have gathered to remember his birth. As I've reflected on the past year, there are two words which jump out to me. Two words. Incredible change. Incredible change. Our world has been facing a tidal wave of change in every area of humanity. In politics, economics, technology, artificial intelligence, in medicine. I mean, just the advances in medicine alone this year is absolutely amazing. We've seen tornadoes, hurricanes, wildfires, earthquakes, and floods, which have changed lives of millions of people. Wars and threats of war, refugee migration and famine are literally changing whole nations. Even the church has seen its share of change as more and more churches have abandoned their biblical heritage by changing their theology and morality to fit the latest cultural fads. And as this wave of change crashes on the sandy beach of humanity, changing life as we know it, there is one thing which still hasn't changed and will not change. God's love. God's love for you and for me. God's love for all humanity. God's love is like a solid rock amidst this wave of change. God's love for the world is so great that he sent his son into the world to be born as a baby, to live as one of us, to teach, to serve, and then literally to die a sacrificial death on the cross for our sins. As the Apostle Paul wrote to the Romans, God has demonstrated his own love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And this is why we celebrate Christmas. This is why we've gathered. If not, we wouldn't be here. As the angels shared with the shepherds on that first Christmas night when Jesus was born, we just heard it a few minutes ago. This is Luke chapter 2, verse 10. And the angel said to them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, 
who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. A Savior. This Savior opened the door for all people to experience God's love by having our sins forgiven. This Savior offers forgiveness of sins and peace with God for all who come to faith in Him. This love does not change. This access to the Father does not change. This forgiveness does not change. For Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In the midst of this incredibly changing world, we can have confidence that He does not change. To all who come to Him in faith, He will open the door of life. And yet, people can't seem to hear the message. Our country has declared Christmas a national holiday, yet people can't seem to hear the message. Millions and millions of dollars have been spent in the last few weeks as people have been preparing for Christmas, yet they can't seem to hear the message. Millions and millions of dollars have been given to charities and churches to help the needy or those in places far away to have a Christmas this year. And yet people can't seem to hear the message. People aren't listening with their inner heart. Do you hear what I hear? Maybe it's because we're bombarded with all kind of messages today. Each day and every day, all day long, through our smartphones, the billboards on the roadside, in our email boxes, on the television, the 24-hour news cycle. It's a very loud world in which we live. So maybe people have become numb to hearing. But there must be a listening ear to hear the still, small voice, the voice of God. One of the prophecies about the Messiah can be found in the Old Testament in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 18, verse 15. Moses is speaking to the people, and he says this, The Lord will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. Now this prophecy was originally fulfilled through a succession of prophets during the Old Testament time period when these prophets would speak God's word to God's people. They were living in the midst of a very secular and pagan cultures, which had all kinds of sinful lifestyles from witchcraft to sorcery to sexual immorality. And the people were to listen to and to follow God's word from these prophets, not the voices of the society in which they lived. As John Stott, John Stott writes, he writes this, it was a question of listening. They were not to listen to those who practiced sorcery, but to listen to the voice of God through the prophets. Well, after hundreds of years, the voice of God suddenly fell silent. For 400 years, what we now call the intertestamentary period. For these 400 years, God is silent. No word from God. No voice. And this is when the prophet became a title and an expectation for the coming Messiah. 
These words from Moses, the Lord will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. Became one of the expected signs of the Messiah. So Jesus is born and he begins his ministry. And in John chapter 6, verse 14, we have the people saying about Jesus's ministry. When they're hearing his teaching, they say, this is indeed the prophet who has come into the world. And what were they supposed to do regarding the prophet? Listen to him. Listen to him. The Apostle Peter, in one of his early sermons after Jesus' death and resurrection in Acts chapter 3, ties this prophecy to Jesus. Verse 22 of chapter 3, The Lord will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brother. You shall listen to him and whatever he tells you. You remember the story of the transfiguration? When Jesus goes up on the mountainside with Peter, James, and John, and this cloud overshadows them, and Jesus is transfigured with his garment shining bright as a light bulb, bright as the sun. And what do we hear? A voice out of the cloud from the Father is heard. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Now I realize we live in a very loud world. But in a real sense, I don't think it was really any louder than it was back then. People back then still had to choose which voices they were going to listen to. And they had many to choose from. When Jesus came on the scene, they had to choose whether or not to listen, to hear what he was saying. And it's the same today. Do you hear what I hear? God is speaking, but who is listening? God has spoken in these last days through his son, but who is listening? God has spoken through an angel to Mary that she would have a baby and she listened to his word and was blessed. God has spoken through a dream to Joseph that he was to take Mary and, and the baby and, to, and to, to, to leave the country. He listened to his word and was blessed. God has spoken through an angel through the shepherds and we just heard they said, fear not. And what did they do? They went into the city. They, they saw what the miracle was. They saw the baby. They were blessed. The story of Jesus' birth is not just a story. It's God speaking. But who's listening? Do you hear what I hear? Jesus said one time, everyone who hears these words of mine, and does them, will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the wind blew against that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. Do you hear what I hear? He said another time, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. Do you hear what I hear? Another time Jesus was teaching and he said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish and no one can snatch them out of my hand. Do you hear what I hear? Jesus said to the church in Laodicea in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, 
Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. He hears what I hear. God has spoken and God is speaking. The question is, are we listening? It's Christmas. It's a great time of year. And our world is in the midst of an incredible change. But God's message is still the same. It does not change. He's speaking to all of us about his love, his forgiveness, his promises, his presence, his hope, his future. Your future, my future. Are we listening? Do you hear what I hear?